Welcome to Singly God's Favorite with your host, Dennis Beard. The last of the last days, many will be deceived through these seducing spirits, doctrines of devils, and these various spirits that will claim the truth in the name of Jesus. And we have to know how to try the spirits to see whether they are of God or not. John in his epistle tells us how. In a previous podcast, we covered that and we're carrying it on in greater detail. In 1 John 4, verse 1 through 4, hereby try you the spirits to see whether they are of God, because there's many false prophets that's entered into the world, not just some, many, only over 23,000 different Christian denominations, factions in the world, and each have their own doctrine. But there's only one doctrine of Christ that's able to save our souls. Without that doctrine of Christ being established in it, it is impossible to have God. 2 John 9, Whosoever abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. We have to abide in the doctrine of Christ. Christ is every office of the Spirit. And that is the Father, Word, the Holy Ghost, Son of God, Son of Man, Jehovah, Lord, Elohim, El Shaddai. Every office is Christ. That's how Christ is taught, that he's all. He's all that God is from the Allah to the Tav, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. The Almighty God is Christ. That's a mystery that's now been revealed in Ephesians 3 that Paul states, that this mystery of Christ that's been hidden from the ages, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets. And God still uses those two offices there to spearhead in the truth. As you see, the book of Acts hath no amen at the end of it. <clears throat> it's still in operation. The book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. Well, it's still in operation today. Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Father of glory, is still coming in the flesh. That's what 1 John 4, verse 1 through 4, is how you try the spirits. Jesus Christ is that spirit. He is the Holy Ghost. He is that Father, the one and only. We find that in Galatians 4, 6. God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son. Notice there's only one Spirit there. Into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Not Son of God, but Abba, Father. Why? Because uh, the Son of God, in His humiliation, was in the days of His flesh. In His glorification, He is the Father, glorified back, to his former glory, which he put off, made himself of no reputation before the foundation of the world. That is what you see in John 17, 5. He's glorified by the Father's own self. He said, Father, glorify me with thine own self, with the glory that I had with you before the world was. Before he laid aside his glory, before he made himself of no reputation. So every 
epiphany, theophany, that you see of God in the Old Testament is God that has uh, made himself of no reputation to reveal himself to his creation, but not in the full holiness and the full glory, because no one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him, This is grace to us, that we could grow up into him through his work, his propitiation, through his righteousness, and all of him and nothing of us. He that knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Righteousness is required of the body of Christ. The righteousness of God is by faith. But we, and according to Jude in his epistle, we have laid aside that faith that was once delivered to the saints. We, the body of Christ, have hewed out cisterns that can hold no water, clouds with no rain. We have trees twice plucked up by the roots. Jesus stated the same. said, you go up and down the coast to find and to make one proselyte. And when you find him, you make him a twofold more child of the devil than you. Oh, somebody said the Lord loves everybody. Yes, he does. But he's angry with the wicked every day. <clears throat> the holiness of God is that he cannot deny himself. That, that is determined will be done. And the word, because God could swear by no greater, he swore by himself that these two immutable truths, that it is impossible for God to lie. They said God can do all things. No, God cannot lie. And we are told that the man Christ Jesus cannot be God because flesh and blood cannot enter the kingdom of God. Yet, it denies the deity of Jesus Christ, God, manifests in the flesh. Emmanuel, God with us. It denies uh, the testimony that Jesus gave that said, if you believe on him whom he has sent, you have set to your seal that God is true. <clears throat> what did God send? He said his word, and the word was made flesh. There was no spirit junior. Never has been a second person of the Godhead. There's only one spirit, always has been only but one. Therefore, we, as Paul stated in Acts 20, 29, he said, after my departure, grievous wolves, shall come in, not sparing the flock among us, among the church, bringing in perverse things, perverse or forward, things that are not God, seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. And it's overthrowed the faith, as Paul stated to young Timothy. First Timothy 4, verse 1. <clears throat> the Spirit speaketh expressly 
that in the latter days some shall depart from the faith. You had to be in the faith to depart from it. There, given heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now the thing is, how do we try to see whether it is a seducing spirit, a lying spirit, to seduce us in idolatry or a doctrine of the devil? How do we try it? Well, John gives us that information in his epistle. You don't hear it preach much, but there's only one way. And that way is simply, as he stated, this is how you try the spirits to see whether they are of God. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God, that one eternal spirit, Jesus Christ. Christ is that spirit. Jesus is that Lord, is that spirit. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, is of God. You confess that. You have that revelation of that. You know what that means. That's how you try the spirits to see whether they are of God because many false prophets are entered into the world. That is the doctrine of Christ. <clears throat> That's a mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. In him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Not in them, not in a Trinity Godhead, but in him, in the person of Jesus Christ, who is the person of God. Why was it hid? Because only those of a pure heart will see God. You have to seek God out of a pure heart, diligently seeking him. And the day that you seek for him with all your heart is the day you will find him. That mystery was given to us by Paul in his letter to the church of Philippi. Philippians 2, 6. He stated, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being, verse 6, who being in the form of God, that spirit, that he has always been, and always will be that spirit, the form of God, spirit. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Well, each attribute of God stands on its own. Not persons, but attributes. There is 22 letters of the ABC theory in Hebrew. <clears throat> Each one of them denotes an attribute of Jesus Christ, God himself. <clears throat> and the whole book of the Revelation is built upon that Hebrew, Hebrew ABC, ABC theory design from the Allah through the top, 22 letters. But the 22 chapters in the Revelation have a design based upon the Hebrew ABC theory from the Allah through the top. We will be going on our private website for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. For it is time that the saints of God are sealed, the servants of God, <clears throat> in their forehead. In 
Kenya, back in 2019. That's over three years ago. Coming out of a Messiah tribal church, I was visited of the Lord Jesus Christ, a visitation. I've only had three personal visitations of the Lord Jesus in my lifetime of the ministry. And this was one of them. The Lord came on me after preaching to a Maasai tribal church. And about four hours of preaching come out of that church in Transmara, Kenya, Africa. And going back to the vehicle, before I even got to the vehicle, the Holy Ghost came down on me so strong that I could not walk. This went on for about two hours. As as I praised the Lord Jesus, and I knew, and you that have the Holy Ghost, know when God is speaking to you. And I knew that he wanted to speak, and I was seeking him. Lord Jesus, please speak to thy servant. Let me know thy will. And as seeing different visions, then he spoke. And he said, Seal my people by my word. Even as I send, my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Well, we know those that have read the word of God through not once, but many, many, many times. Know in the book of the Revelation, that's Revelation 7. The angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God to seal the servants of our God in their forehead. I heard the number of them that were sealed. 144,000. Thousand is perfected glory. He did not write out 144,000. John wrote in that conine Greek, equivalent to the RMD, in our English language, R, 100, M, 40, D, 4. The 144,000, that's perfected glory. You see that in Song, Canticles 8, the Song of Solomon. Solomon numbered uh, 3,005 Proverbs. And song sung 1,005 songs. This is the Song of Songs, the Song of the Lamb, and it says in Song 8, the 8th chapter, which is the number of new beginning, Solomon hath a vineyard in Baal Haman, possessor of a multitude. Solomon, you must have a thousand perfected glory. Not newborn babies, not little children, not even young men. But the Christ in you has to be to the full measure of the stature unto perfection, full-grown Jesus Christ. The Christ in you, growing up into him in all things and all truth. So that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and be taken by seducing spirits and various doctrines of devils. How do we know? We have to have the revelation of Christ that it is Jesus only. 
There is no trinity. There is no binary of two-ness. The oneness doctrine is completely wrong, stating that the man is not God, but stands at the right hand of God. And the spirit is still in Jesus, the man, reconciled the world to himself, is alive. The Christ of God now is the body of Christ. The body is of Christ. That's what he brought to us, where he prepared a place for us. In Ephesians 1, when he said him at his own right hand in heavenly places, well, what he wrought or made for us, the body of Christ. He prepared a place for us, not for himself, for us. And we see that in Revelation 3.21. To him that overcometh, Jesus said, Will I grant to sit with me in my throne? That's the overcomer. That's a place I had prepared for you. That is that heavenly place in and on the right hand of God. The four and twenty seats in heaven for the four and twenty elders. But where did you go, Jesus? Even as I overcame and am set, S-E-T, not S-I-T being a place situational, positional, but set, S-E-T, forever settled, always has been, is, and always will be that spirit. Jesus said, even as I overcame and am set, S-E-T, down with my father, in his throne, not beside it, not around it, in it. That means that Jesus, the man, has been glorified to the point of being a quickening spirit. 1 Corinthians 15.45, Paul bears this out. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam, Jesus, the man, was made a quickening spirit. That spirit is a spirit that gives light, quickening. And if that spirit that dwell in Christ Jesus in the days of his flesh also now dwells in you, us, the body of Christ, it shall also quicken or make alive our mortal bodies. Who is he? Well, we know in Matthew 28, 18, Jesus came out of the tomb, stating, All power in heaven and in earth is given unto me, the man. He has been glorified with the Spirit of God, God's own Spirit, made a quickening Spirit, the Holy Ghost, God Almighty. Jesus said he would in the days of his flesh, in his humiliation with his disciples. He stated, I will pray the Father, send you another comforter, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him, for he dwells with you, he's right there among them, and shall be in you. In you, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will not leave you to be orphans. I will come to you. Well, it's expedient that he goes away. Or he goes not away. The Holy Ghost, the Comforter, will not come. Why? Because Jesus is that Spirit. He has prevailed and taken the ordinances of that law that was a middle wall of partition between the Spirit that Jesus is, God Himself, the Father of glory, and between the man that He is, 
taking on a body of flesh and blood, the man Christ Jesus, the spirit that Christ is, separated from the man Christ is by the law. A middle wall of partition, parting God from his own spirit, from his own body of flesh. And by keeping that law, being tempted in every portion of that law, and being tempted in every part, as we are, yet without sin, he prevailed, taking the ordinances of that law, nailing it to his cross, thereby breaking down that middle wall, that law, that was a partition, parting Jesus, his spirit, from his own body of flesh and blood, thereby making peace and one new man, Ephesians 1. The new man is a quickening spirit. That new man is Jesus in you, Christ in you, the Holy Ghost in you. That is the true gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Christ, the gospel of God, the gospel of the kingdom. There's only one. There's not two or three different ways to heaven. There's only one. It's a straight and narrow the way that leads to life. And few be there find it. Jesus stated that. And now we have to try the spirits to see whether they are of God. Many prophesy they have gifts. Well, he gave gifts also to Ishmael. Not only to Isaac, but to Ishmael and sent him out with Hagar. And today, the gifts work by faith. Faith works by love. But just because a person works in a gift does not mean that they are doing the will of God. They're not bearing the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, temperance, against such there is no law. Galatians 5.22 We have to bear the fruit of the Spirit. And just because someone comes in the name of Jesus, saying that he is anointed, that he's a Christ, anointed of God, that he is true to the body of Christ, we have to try that Spirit to see whether it is of God or not. Any Spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, the Father of glory, that Jesus Christ is the Father. Jesus Christ is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. He is that Son of God that is now Spirit. In the days of His flesh, He was flesh. But in His glory, when He was glorified, He went back to the glory of the Father. Sat down with the Father in his throne, not around it, not beside it, in it. Revelation 3.21. He is that blessed and only potentate, the omnipotent, almighty God, the omniscient, all-knowing God, omnipresent, everywhere God. 1 Timothy 6.15 and 16. Who only hath immortality, Jesus only. The blessed and only potentate. The only Almighty God. Who is He? Jesus Christ. Who only hath immortality? Jesus only. 
Who is he? He has entered into that light, which no other man could enter into nor look their own. 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. The man Christ Jesus is the only man, not Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, none of the patriarchs, none of the prophets, none of the apostles, none of the church, no man could enter into nor even look their own. Jesus has entered in. The forerunner has entered in on our behalf to bring many sons unto glory. That man is God. He states that he's God, always has been God. He stated it in John 10, 30. And my father are one. But the Trinity deny that. No, they say he's not the father. He's the second person of the Godhead, the son. Spirit Junior. There is no such thing as Spirit Junior. There's no Spirit Senior. There's just one Spirit. If you believe uh, that Jesus is that Spirit, that he is that Christ, then you are of God. If you believe that he, Jesus Christ, is come in a present imperfect tense and is still coming in the flesh, in his church, in the body of Christ, then you are of God. But if you believe that Jesus is the second person of the Godhead, or you do not believe that Jesus Christ is the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit, that he is somehow just a man at the right end of God, You've denied that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. Not has come, is come. Present in perfect tense, still doing it. Presently is still coming in the flesh. And many will prophesy and think they did many wonderful works. And in the name of Jesus cast out devils. And in Matthew 7, Jesus will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. Iniquity, lawlessness. You did not know the word of righteousness. In Hebrews 5, the newborn babes are unskillful in the word of righteousness. What is the word of righteousness? The word of righteousness is the righteousness of God by faith. And what is that righteousness? That he, Jesus, the Spirit of God, the Father of glory, always has been, the Father will be, made himself of no reputation and all his attributes. The Allah through the top, Philippians 2, 6. And made void himself in a self-imposed limitation. And by making himself of no glory, no attributes. He's going to work only as a man because a man lost it. Only a man can redeem us back. God's got to be a, he's got to have a man. He can't find one. All of sin comes short of the glory of God. None good. No, not one. Therefore, in Isaiah 59, 16, Isaiah 63, 5, God looked for a man, Jesus Christ. He looked for a man. He could find none. Therefore, <clears throat> he said, my own arm 
brought salvation to myself. God, that is Christ, who is that spirit? 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. There signified, when it testified beforehand, the sufferings of Christ. Christ, the spirit, is Christ the man. In one state, he is in his humiliation. He humbled himself. He became a man. He made himself of no reputation, took on him the form of a servant. Who is that servant? Well, it's a man. Took on him the form of a servant, made in the likeness of man, being found in fashion as a man. Who? God himself, the one spirit that he is. And being found in flesh, in the form of a servant, made in the likeness of men, God being fashioned as a man, Philippians 2, 6 through 8, humbled himself. How low did he go? Even to the death, the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. Who is God and who is him? Well, it's how you look at Jesus Christ as coming to flesh. <clears throat> Isaiah told us very plainly. Isaiah 43.10 Thus saith the Lord. That's a capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. The Spirit of the everlasting God, the everlasting Father, the mighty God. Thus saith the Lord and my servant whom I have chosen. Sounds like there's two. To the normal mind and human thinking at the rudiments of this world and not after Christ, they'll say that is another person. But that's not after Christ. That's not after the revelation given by the Father of glory, Jesus himself. Well, what is it? Well, let's see what he said. Isaiah 43.10 Thus saith the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and my servant whom I have chosen. That is the man chosen of God. That you may know. There's a knowledge. And believe me. Believe God. Don't believe these various ecumenical councils and synods in 325 AD in the Council of Nicaea stating that God is a trinity. <clears throat> Or the Chalcedonian definition. There's another good one. That stated in the Chalcedonian definition of the 451 AD, Council of Chalcedon, that the Son of God, quote, the Son of God, according to his Godhead, was begotten of the Father before the foundation of the world, unquote. A total lie. Spirit, Senior, Father, did not begot Spirit, Junior, Son, before the foundation of the world. There's absolutely no scripture for that. It's man's uh, seducing spirits. It's a doctrine of the devil. But yet, it has permeated the Christian world ever since 325 AD under Constantine. But it was already in the world. In the days of the apostles, John stated it on the Isle of Patmos. 
and even stated in his epistle that who is the liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. 1 John 2.22 He is Antichrist. It was already in the world stating that Jesus is not the Father. He's the Son, but he's not the Father. <clears throat> well, Christ is the Father. Christ is that Spirit. Christ is every office of that Spirit. You see it in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. All the Old Testament prophets prophesied. Search diligently into the grace that should come to us, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ that was in them when it signified and testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ. Christ is that spirit. That's the Father. John states it in his epistle, 1 John 2.22. Who is a liar? Well, all liars will have their part in the lake that burns with fire. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist, against Christ. Something in lieu of the true revelation of Christ. He has denied the Father. Denied the Father? Yes, because Christ is the Father. He's denied it. And he's denied the Son. Both the Father and the Son. Why? Because the Son of God is the Father revealed. Christ is the Father. He is that invisible Spirit. Christ is every office of the Spirit, every function of that Spirit, be it Father, Word, that is the expression office of that same Spirit, Holy Ghost is the power office of that same spirit. Son of God is the redemption office of that same spirit. It's the blood office of God. It is uh, the office for redemption. And all life would be in that office, Son of God. And Son of Man. That's the judgment office of God. The kingdom office. And all judgments given to the Son of Man because he's the Son of Man, still the Spirit of God. Same, very, self, same Spirit. Christ is every one of those in one Spirit. There's only one Spirit in each and every individual function or office of that one Spirit. It's all the same. So who is the liar? But he denied that Jesus is the Christ. He's Antichrist that has denied both the Father and the Son. And John goes on and, and explains, he that acknowledges Son that acknowledges the Son, has the Father also. Why? Because the Son is the Father revealed. He is that Spirit revealed. He's the image of the invisible God, the express image of his person, one person. <clears throat> so we jump track. And all of these spirits that prophesy, that do not have that revelation, and do not confess that Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, it's come. Not has come, is come. Present in perfect tense, still coming in the flesh. If they confess that, that he is the Father of glory, he is the Holy Ghost, still coming in the flesh, that person is of God. If they do not confess that, that Jesus Christ is not the Father, he's not that Spirit, he's not the Holy Ghost, then is that spirit of Antichrist. It says that Jesus Christ is not come in the flesh. He is not the Father of glory. He is not the Holy Ghost. That Son of God is that spirit. 
You say that in Galatians 4, 6. Well, true. In his humiliation, he was a man. Emptied out of glory to redeem us under the law. But after he redeemed us and fulfilled the law, then he took the ordinances of, uh, ordinances of that law, the law of Moses, nailed it to his cross, and he broke down that middle wall of partition between Christ the Spirit and Christ the man, one and the same, and now made propitiation and expiate all of the sins of mankind and took away the sin of the world and fulfilled that law and gave us now the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. What is the fallacy in this last days? What is the doctrine of devils and these seducing spirits that has and permeates is predominant in the church world? Well, take a look at Isaiah 8. Isaiah tells us to bind up the testimony, seal the law among my disciples. That's what we're doing. Not us, but through the word of God in obedience to the commandment of God on the 19th of January, 2019. He said, seal my people by my word, even as I send my angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. We're nothing, and none of our righteousness or our holiness, but for his name's sake. He chose us to bring his word, not our words, his word. We're just servants that of the Lord Jesus Christ, unprofitable servants only doing that which is our duty to do. It's all him, Jesus Christ. We bring it to you. And then you, by that revelation, can try the spirits. They see whether you're in a church that believes God or you're in an antichrist. And God doesn't weaken, wink at ignorance anymore. You've got, and I have to try the spirits. You reprove some, rebuke some for correction. If they get mad at you and walk off, well, you reprove a wise man, he'll love you for it. You reprove a scorner, one that has pride in his heart, he'll hate you. But you and I have to do it. You have to be obedient. Whatsoever is of light reproves the darkness. You and I have to reprove the darkness. You may not like it. You want to be friends with everybody. But it just won't work. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. And he that stands for Jesus, and he said, if you deny me, I'll deny you. You confess him before men, he'll confess you before the Father. What? That in the days of his flesh, your bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, you are the body of the Christ, and the body of the church is of Christ. And we, right now, are being, in these last days, blasted with hate, murder, envy, strife with these seducing spirits, these doctrines of devils. Why? Because we are to bind up the testimony. What's the testimony? The testimony of Jesus. What is that testimony of Jesus? Revelation 19.10, it's the spirit of prophecy. And without that spirit of prophecy, you can't understand the words of the book of this prophecy, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ upon us and whom the end of the world has come. Are we living in the very last of the last days? Well, take a look around you. 
evil men and seducers, waxing worse and worse, heady, high-minded, truce breakers, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, having a form of godliness, denying the power thereof, with no love, no joy, no gentleness, no long-suffering. We find there's no fruit of the Spirit because it was not and does not reflect the true life of Jesus. We will bear the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. That is required. You'll know them by the fruits. But John said, here's how you try that spirit. See where it's of God. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, the spirit of God, is come in the flesh. Flesh can't come in flesh. Not the man Christ Jesus. Not a glorified body of flesh and bone. The spirit that he is. Is come in the flesh and still coming in the flesh until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. To the law the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So the testimony, the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. To the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus, growing up into him in all things, all truth, all faith. Earnestly contending for that faith that was once delivered to the saints as spoken by Jude. What do they do? They're ungodly men. They were foreordained to this condemnation. What? Turning to the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness. Denying the only Lord God. They denied the one God. No, there's a trinity. No, there's not. John nailed that where we would have no shadow of a doubt that no one will be guiltless was because he wrote it in the Revelation 16th chapter, verse 13, verse saying he saw three unclean spirits like frogs, three trinity. Individual spirits, like frogs. What? Spirits of devils working miracles. And they're working miracles today. And we think, because it's possible, they could save the very elect. And in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1, Paul states, In the last days, in the latter days, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to these seducing spirits given heed to these doctrines of devils. Why? Because they're not going to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. They're not trying the spirits to see whether they are of God. They're not trying these false prophets that prophesy. And they prophesy their own heart. Does God have true prophets? Yes. Does he have true apostles? Yes. But they confess that Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Word, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the Son of God is come in the flesh. The Son of God is Spirit. Galatians 4, 6 states it. Paul states it. Galatians 4, verse 6. God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts. That's a servant He chose. Into our hearts, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, because the Son of God is the Father. That's Christ. That's the revelation of Christ in him, not in them, in him, or hid. All treasures of wisdom and knowledge. 
So Isaiah tells us, to the law, the law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and to the testimony, the testimony of Jesus, the true revelation of Jesus Christ. And he goes on and says, and I will wait upon the Lord, which hideth his face from the house of Jacob, and I will look for him, not them, him. Behold, I am the children whom the Lord hath given me are for signs and for wonders. Those are the ones that God will choose in the last days in his body for the work of the ministry. They are the only ones that will go forth into all the world for a witness into all nations, preaching this gospel of the kingdom to the whole world. And then the end will come. That's what we're all called for, the work of the ministry. Notice he says, these men of God and women of God will be for signs and wonders. They'll be men wondered at. And he says, in verse 19, is what's happening today. And when they shall say unto you, seek unto them that have familiar spirits. Go to this church over here. There's a prophet. Well, how do we try it? Is he confessing Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? Is he the Jesus that is the Father of glory, the Spirit, the Son of God has come? The Spirit of that Son of God, the Holy Ghost has come? The Son of God is the Holy Ghost now. The whole Son of God is that Spirit. You see that in Galatians 4, 6. They'll say, well, the, there's a mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. That mediation was done on the cross, the man. And now, who's your intercessor? Who is your intercessor that, that makes intercession for you? Well, Romans 8, 23 through 26. Ooh, no man knows how he ought to pray. Who's that intercessor? The Spirit itself, capital S maketh intercession for us according to the will of God. How? With groanings which cannot be uttered. That's Jesus Christ in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. That is the Son of God in you. Look at 1 John 5, 20. The Son of God has come. What? The Holy Ghost. And give us an understanding of him that is true. And we are in him that is true even in his son. Why? Because the son is the father. It's the father revealed. Look at 1 John 5, 20. Paul states, the son of God has come. That's what's come. The Holy Ghost has come. And give us an understanding of him. That is truth. There's only one him there. There's not two. There's not three. There's only one. Give us an understanding of him that is true. And we are in him that is true. In God himself. This is the only true God in eternal life. Who? Even the Son of God. Look at it again. The Son of God has come. There's the Holy Ghost. He is now in his glorification, the Spirit of God, the Father of glory, the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, well, I didn't know that was the Father. Read Ephesians 4. There is one body, one spirit, one hope of your call which we're all called in that one home. 
one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, who is above all, Father of us all, and in us all. Jesus Christ, the Father who's in us. It's the Son of God in us. John, the, just as, as John stated, 1 John 5, 20. That Paul meant the Apostle John in his epistle. 1 John 5, 20. The Son of God has come and give us an understanding of him that is true. That's the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, the glorified Son of God. In his humiliation, he was a man. Glorification, he's a spirit. He glorified with the Father's own self. He is the Holy Ghost. Son of God has come and give us an understanding of him that is true. And we are in him that is true, even in his Son. Who is this? This is the only true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. And it ends. Well, what's they doing? Well, they're saying, seek to familiar spirits. Seek to these ones that believe in a God junior. Familiar spirits. Believe in these ones that testify and prophesy to you of God the Son the second person of the Godhead. It's a false spirit. And in Deuteronomy 13, if the prophet prophesies a thing, and it comes to pass, saying, let us go after other gods, more than one Jesus Christ, doing it in the name of Jesus. Fear not that prophet. Why? Because the Lord God tries you, tries us, to see if we love the Lord God with all of our heart, soul, and mind. We have to give due diligence and try these spirits, and we just let anyone prophesy and lay hands on us and prophesy a word, and we base and say, we got a word from God. Did you? Did you try the spirit, whether it was of God? Did it have a Trinitarian base, a tunis, or a oneness base? Then it's a lie. A familiar spirit knows and familiar with your spirit, your human spirit. Wizardry, those are the ones that have knowledge. Call annoying ones, ones that know wizardry. You find that with the Witch of Endor. Necromancers, Saul went to her, couldn't answer. God would not answer Saul, King Saul. Philistines there at war. He has to have a word from God. He's fasted. He goes and says, seek me one that has a familiar spirit. Why? We can't hear from God today because we won't give him the glory that he's the father. So we seek for these ones that are called prophets. Familiar spirits. They'll prophesy at the drop of a hat, saying, let us go after God Jr., the second person of the Godhead. It is a lie. Straight out lie. God's calling those out that have an ear to hear to the true Christ, the true doctrine of Christ, that Jesus Christ, the God of glory, the Father, the Holy Ghost, is come in the flesh. Those are of God. Are they outnumbered? Of course they are. But God's calling out those ones, his body, that will stand in the true God to the law, to the testimony. They, they say, let us seek after familiar spirits. Because God will not answer you without you standing in the truth. You have to seek God with a pure heart. 
and you have to walk in the light as he's in the light. Then you have fellowship one with another. You have blood flow with the true body of Christ. Not a false body, but a true body of Christ. And the blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin. From second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, week by week, eternal. As long as we walk in the light, as he's in the light, in present truth. Then that's walking in obedience unto righteousness in the present truth. But I'm afraid that we've gone in the charismatic vein that if he prophesies, it's of God. Because he says the name of Jesus. We don't try the spirits. And therefore, there is so much division in the church and no unity of the faith. Because we're not walking in the light, he's in the light. How do you try the spirits? Jesus Christ is that Holy Ghost. There's only one God, that spirit of Jesus. The Lord is that spirit. Jesus stated it. In John 2, 19, you destroy this temple in three days, I will raise it up. He can't raise up his own body, except he be the father of glory, the God Almighty. The Jews said 40 and six years were they in building this temple. You're going to raise it up in three days? Jesus spake of the temple of his body, and he did it. He's declared to be the son of God through the spirit by the resurrection from the dead. He raised up his own body. Working salvation in and of himself alone. Well, when we go through there today, it was in the it was in the former reign. We had Simon the sorcerer trying to pay Peter for the gift of the Holy Ghost. We have the ones there in well, especially we have the Bar Jesus. We have these so-called magi. Then we look at Ephesus. Oh, goodness. In Ephesus, there were so many using incantations. All of these uh, uh, mantras that they were using, that what most use today, and uh, the mantras there, and Buddhism and whatever. And using these incantations, they were in the book of Acts, and you can read it, that Paul came down there, and there was so much spiritualism that God granted special miracles by the hand of Paul that upon his body, the handkerchiefs and the apron on his body were given to the sick and those diseased and had demonic spirits, and they were delivered and healed. God will always show himself that he's God to the ones that really stand for him in truth, that there's only one, the blessed and only potentate, Jesus Christ. There's only one person of God hit. Jesus is that person. And these vagabond Jews, those were the traveling vagabond, traveling Jews went around everywhere. And they were sorcerers, exorcists, casting out devils, healing the sick, going from city to city. And in Acts the 19th chapter, verse 13, they took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus. Notice, they saw and gave homage and authority to the name Jesus, but they didn't have it. They weren't in Jesus. They weren't baptized in his name after they repented, born of the water. 
and have the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit, and then crucifying the flesh with the affections of the lust, where Christ in them could go out and manifest. They didn't have it. It was a crossless Christianity. And they were Jews, vagabond Jews. And they used the name Jesus. What we're seeing in the church world today. And they came to those that had evil spirits and said, in saying, we adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. We saw them doing it. Now we're going to say the name Jesus whom Paul preaches because they don't have anything more than what we do. Yes, they did. They had the revelation of Jesus, that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh, that he's the only true God and eternal life, and there's not a trinity, not a two-ness, not a oneness, where the man's not God, but is God. The Son of God is that spirit. That's what Paul had and preached. They tried to copy it. And notice the devil talked. They came to them, the seven sons of Siva. A Jew. This Siva was a Jew and of the priesthood. Not of the high priest. He was not at Jerusalem, but he was at Ephesus. He was a priest. He had seven sons. And so they just copied what Paul was doing. Who believed that Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Son of God, is coming in the flesh. He is casting out devils. He's healing all manner of sickness and disease. And they said, Brother Beard, your ministers and the ministry that you do, do you see this? Of course we do. If you don't see that, something's wrong. God confirms his word with signs, miracles, divers, wonders, and gifts of the Holy Ghost. And we've been in Africa. We've seen witch doctors. We've seen the ones that claim that they have power. They are these evil spirits. They are seducing spirits. They seduce this pe the people. Divination. They prophesy. But it's not of God. But when the true spirit of God comes, they want to copy it. Bar Jesus did. Simon a sorcerer. They wanted it. Wanted to pay for it. Here we have the sons of Siva going after them. Huh. Watch what happened. They went out there. They called. They said, the man had that evil spirit, possessed with the devil. Said, we adjure you. By Jesus, whom Paul preaches. They don't have nothing. We got it too. And the evil spirit answered and said, the devil will talk. It wasn't, the, it wasn't the man talking. It was the spirit through him. Possessed. God won't possess anyone. He'll fill you with the spirit. The devil will possess you, and the wicked are taken at will by the devil. The wicked taken them at will. The God of this world binded their eyes, lest they come to this glorious truth and be delivered. And that evil spirit spoke out of the man and said to the seven sons of Seba, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, but who are you? You don't have any authority. You don't believe uh, that Jesus Christ has come of the flesh. You're not born again of the water and the spirit. You say you're Jews and are not. Well, what happened? The man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them. It becomes physical. Overcame them, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house. What? Naked and wounded. That devil literally beat them. Now, what are we having today? Oh, well, so-and-so, go after him. He's got a gift of prophecy. 
Have you tried the spirits? Have you tried that spirit to see that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh? Are they confessing that? Then you are going after familiar spirits. Isaiah warned against that and said in Isaiah 8, there's a time coming. They say to the, to the familiar spirits, go to them. And it says, go to them that wizards, that peep and that mutter. They'll tell you where to go and what to do. And you'll find the way they do it. The music will be soft in the background. <laughs> and they will walk the aisles and prophesy. They'll peep and there's, and we call this God. They peep and mutter out of the dust. They mutter. They have a soft-spoken word. <laughs> it's not God. It's familiar spirits. What you've heard in that closet, shout it from the housetop. When Jesus spake, he spake like no other man spake. Through the power, what? The Holy Ghost, the God, the Father that he is. The words that he spake are not mine, Jesus said. The Father, the Father that he is, the Father dwelling in him. He's the one doing the works. And if God's in you, you'll do the work. You will have those signs following them that believe in the name of Jesus. Call by the name of Jesus. Well, you're hearing it today. Let's go over here. So-and-so's got oh, a gift of prophecy. And they'll prophesy. And it's hurt more people because the end result was not God. It wasn't for edification. Speak great swelling words of man's wisdom, making merchandise of you. Working in the soul realm rather than the spirit realm. Even in the book of Acts, they had these parchments and they had incantations that they said. And the power of God was so strong, and Paul being there for two years, that they took all their books and their writings and the letters that they learned and set over the sick and over those that were possessed with devil. And they put them in a pile and burned them because the power of God was so great. The power of God, there's nothing greater. God is that power. He is God. The only one that can heal you, save you, and deliver you. His name is Jesus Christ, the Lord, the Son of God, who is that Spirit, the Holy Ghost. What are we to do? He goes and said to the law, the law of the Spirit of life, and to the testimony, the testimony of Jesus. I said, said, if any speak not according to this word, there is no light in them. Not some light, no light. I don't care how many times they prophesy. And even the thing comes to pass. If they're not in Jesus Christ, uh, that God, one God, only the blessed, only potentate, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit of God, the son of God, which is that spirit is not of God. Don't be duped. Don't follow the seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. What's the doctrine of the devil? That there's three in a Godhead. The doctrine of the devil. There's only one God. Jesus is that person. And through his judgments, through this last day work of God in judgments, all his ways are perfect, all God's ways are judgments, he will reveal and veil that he is the only true God in eternal life. And there is none other. 
that Jesus is the Father of glory, the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. He's the Son of God, the Son of Man. He is that Spirit, and there is none other. Well, how do you try the spirits? Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, who is the Christ? He's the Father. He is that Spirit. Regardless of what office, the Father, Word, the Holy Ghost, Son of God, Son of Man, whatever, Lord, Jehovah, El Shaddai, whatever. That's Christ. That one spirit, Jesus Christ is that spirit. And he's still coming in the flesh. You believe that? You confess that? You are of God. You don't confess that? You say he's something other than the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, the El Shaddai, the Elohim, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father of glory. You have denied. You have denied that Jesus Christ is coming in the flesh. You've denied the faith. And uh, the Bible calls it Antichrist. John stated it in his epistle. 1 John 2, 22, Who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is that spirit in every office. That's Christ. He is Antichrist that is denied both the Father and the Son. The Father is Christ. The Son is Christ. There's only one Christ, one spirit there. He that acknowledges the Son has the Father also. That's the doctrine of Christ. If any man abide not in that doctrine of Christ, he hath not God. 2 John 9. Let's make sure that we're worshiping the true God and eternal life. Jesus Christ. Not a trinity, not a twoness, not a oneness. So I said, well, I know it's God because he told me I had this and that, and that was the truth. Well, did you try the spirit? For me, your spirit knows who you are. Jesus, I know. That devil said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. He knew who Paul was. But yet, the sons of Siva, they weren't in God. And it was proven. We'll see it here in the last day work of the ministry. Who's right in God and who's not? Let's make sure that we're in the faith. Lest we be reprobate. Lest Christ be in us. Well, love to hear from you. If the Holy Ghost bore witness, then God's bringing this body together. Need to hear from you. We need to work together. That that is, you can message me at Dennis at DennisBeard.org. That's my email address. Or you can message me on any of our websites. Dennis at DennisBeard.org is my email. Our ministry site, DennisBeard.org. Message me there. Or SealingGodsPeople.org, SealingGodsPeople.com. Message me there. Call me. Our country code, plus one. My area code, 903-746-4885. Leave a message. I'll get back with you. We need to come together in the body of Christ. God's doing it now. We're hearing from many of you. God dealing with you. Don't procrastinate. Let us hear from you. Let's work together in the work of the ministry. You can also write to me. If you have any questions or anything that you would like to comment, you can write to me. Dennis Beard, Ministries, DBM, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Download our podcast, our own free app, Sealing God's People, our daily podcast. We need to hear from you. 
God's putting everybody together. Let's all work together, lifting up the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us. That we all may be presented blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus in both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.